we lived in Arkansas, and they had this huge, I don't know if y'all heard about the massive ice storm of the south last year. Anyways, it was like this massive ice storm. We just had Ian. Ian was like six weeks old, okay? So he's like a, even, I don't even know if he was six weeks old, but he was like a little, little, yeah, little Ian, like itty-bitty little Ian. And this ice storm hit, and when this ice storm hit, it knocked down all the power lines. So everybody was without power for like a week. Some people were without power for like two weeks. That's pretty bad, huh? You know, how would you like to live without electricity for two weeks? It's sort of like my mic not working tonight. Um, you know, imagine no lights, no refrigeration, no air conditioner. And we lived in an apartment. And... Oh, oh. You want to answer this? Should I answer this? Hello. Hey, Pastor Tim. I am speaking to teenagers right now. You want to say hello? All right, here you go. All right, I'll call you back. All right, later. So, anyways, he was wishing me a happy birthday. All right. Here, Garrett, turn this off. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I was talking about this ice storm that hit Arkansas. And in this ice storm, it was really, really bad. And we had no heat. Have any of y'all operated without any heat? And me and Rachel were like, oh, it's not going to be a big ice storm. No big deal. We live, like, right on the highway. We'll have our power on in, like, a day. No big deal. So the first night, good thing we like each other. So we, we, we cuddled up, stayed warm. Okay, we wrapped Ian, like, 500 times so he would stay warm. Actually, I don't think we ever did that. No. Just joking. <laughs> I just make up stories sometimes that I forget my life. Uh, remember, I'm 28. I'm forgetting things already. No, but the power went out, and it was gone forever. Well, the only way the power gets to work again is people have to prepare and repair these light poles. Okay? And these light poles are like you have to dig a hole, put them in the ground, connect all these wires so it takes them forever and it's brutally cold it's not you know it's just very cold so it took forever so the whole moral of that story is they had to prepare the way for us to have electricity on top of that the only place that really had electricity was our church i don't know how our church got electricity but our church got electricity so guess where me and rachel were the church so we lived at the church for like six days okay and it was really really fun i mean you gotta think we just had a baby and i know nathan loves me so much that he's gonna bring me an incredible wireless mic so i can walk so i'm not confined to the stage so anyways 
If y'all have your Bibles, open them up to John 1. John 1. John 1. out of the book of John tonight, because it is my birthday, and I have four books of the Bible named after me, so, you know, that is probably heresy, I'm sorry, all right, but we're going to look at John chapter 1, verse 6 through 9, okay, and it says, There came a man who was sent for God, and his name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. So the first The title of my message is Preparing the Way, or Prepare the Way. So, my first question is, how are you preparing the way? See, in verse 7 it says that so that through all men, so through him all men might believe. So John was, in chapter 1, Jesus hadn't even been born yet. And he was, he was going around his scene saying, prepare the way of the Lord, prepare the way of the Lord. Jesus is coming. You know, the, the Messiah is coming. And my question to you and I is, how are you preparing the way? By your lifestyle. You know, how, how do you act at school? You know, how many of you all know that every person in this room has influence? Everybody in this room has influence, whether that is positive influence, whether that is negative influence. All of y'all have influence. You know what? You're constantly communicating to me by your, whether you're saying anything or not. Some of you tonight have your arms crossed. That's a nonverbal communication that says that you're not listening to me. Uh, some, just joking, that is. Y'all probably are listening. Some of you, you know, are playing with your fingers. Like, man, this pastor's boring. You know, twiddling your thumbs. You know, but you're constantly communicating something. Whatever that is. You know, and the, the power of influence, you know, and... So what are, you, what are you saying about Christ in your school? What are you saying about Christ in your family? What are you saying about Christ whenever you go out to Walmart? Whenever you're hanging out with your friends and, and, and whatever, what are you really communicating? What are you saying about Christ if you're hanging out with that special someone in your life? You know, the, I, I've been taking a class through ISOM, and, and it's a intro to missions class and whenever a missionary goes across wherever they go whether that's in the United States or afar they have to learn the culture they have to learn the language they have to learn different things so they can prepare the way of the Lord so they can prepare the message 
that they're going to deliver to those people. You know, understanding the message has to do with the receiver decoding it so that the reception matches the sender intent. How many of y'all have ever had a, a call, a cell phone call? And, you know, and all of a sudden, you're just talking. Hey, what's up? You know, it's been such a great day. I made an... I made an F on that test. I hate that teacher. Um, you know, but other than that, you know, basketball starting. Coach, coach is going to put me first string because I'm so, I, I have all the, the, the stuff and I'm cool. And then, you know, you're just talking and talking. And all of a sudden, you don't hear a huh or anything. It's just. You look at your phone. Time, date. What happened? You dropped your call. That's sort of like if you, if your lifestyle, if you decide, oh, I'm just going to go to that party because that's the cool thing to do. You know, it sort of drops your witness. If if you decide, oh, well, you know. In the back seat of my car, me and my my special someone's just gonna get it on. Uh huh. You know what? The the truth will be found out, and you know what? Just like that, it's gonna drop your call. It's gonna stop you from preparing the way of the Lord. So, the first point is, how are you preparing the way? Are you are you letting a good influence be a you know are you are you making a good name for Christ or are you just sort of whatever you know I can lie to my mom and dad no big deal they don't have to know that I texted my girlfriend at two a.m. or my boyfriend um how many of y'all play basketball? You know, I played basketball in high school, and whenever, whenever you're gonna set up somebody for a screen, you always, you always set them up. Let's say that you know you're this person's right here, and I'm right here. You set the screen, and they're gonna roll right off your shoulder, and you're gonna block the the defender from, so the offense person can get the ball. You're preparing that person to be able to score a point or do whatever. So the first point is how are you preparing a way? The second point is whose way are you preparing? Take a look at the screen. Jesus, I am so excited today. It's like I woke up and thought today is the day to get working for Jesus. Kat, I am so excited to find someone who's ready to take action and get things done. Oh, man, I am that girl. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I've got something perfect for you, so oh. let's get started. Okay. <sighs> what are you doing? Uh, stand up. Remember, we were going to take action. Yeah, but this is where I always sit. Right, but I need more than this. Oh, I know what you're getting at. Okay, Jesus, how much do you want? What? $50? Is that enough? Oh, uh, that's not what I meant. Oh, uh, 
All right, well, a hundred then, you know. I mean, you drive a hard bargain. <laughs> um, okay, but um, you might not want to cash this till next Friday. You know what I'm saying? Right. There you go. <laughs> okay, okay, Kat, really, I, I do think it's great that you want to give, but I want you to mentor a younger woman. Ooh, yeah, right. Well, Jesus, you know, I'm not really into, like, teaching people and stuff. I mean, I'm not, I don't really get into that. Okay, um, okay, you, you know that woman at the office, Amy? Yeah. I want you to take her out to lunch. Tell her about me. Um, well, Amy is different. I mean, like, really different, you know? I know, but she needs to know about me. Mm, and I can tell the people at the church to call her. I mean, they get paid to do things like that. I want you to do that. Jesus, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. What are you doing? I am waiting out <laughs> a panic. No, Kat, what? the problem is... something to lighten the stress? You're too comfortable. A little light reading. Some lovely <laughs> calendar choices? Would rather glue... <laughs> Oh, oh. Ah. Oh. Oh. You know, I just don't really feel like finishing the sermon tonight. Um, uh, you know, I just like to drink some Mountain Dew. Oh. You know... Jesus, you know, I'm just comfortable. So, um, but you know what? Just like that video, we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity. Every day, every moment of our life, we have an opportunity. Whether... Jesus anyways. All right. We have an opportunity. Whether we lose our microphone, whether we have a mic or whether we don't, whether we're going to talk to the person in the grocery store or not, that cashier that's grumpy, you know, the one that's been there all day long, and she's just like, get out of my life. Whether you're going to share a smile with them or not. You know, or what about that classmate of yours? You know, you know, the one that you sit by in math class. You know, they sort of smell. They forgot to put on deodorant. You know. Or they may not be the most popular person in the world. You know, maybe God wants you to go up there to them and be their friend. Maybe maybe you're missing an opportunity because you're too comfortable hanging out with your own friends. Maybe you think that you have it all together and, you know what, this person, I don't want to be their friend because they have issues. God's saying, you know what, I want you to be that person's friend. 
I want you to take that opportunity. You know, what about those friends? Are you being the influencer or are they influencing you? Hmm? Are, 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 are you being the influencer or are they influencing you? Are you bringing them closer to God? Are you preparing their way? Or, or are they dragging you down and making you do all this bad stuff? Whatever that stuff is, you know what the stuff is. You know, what about people in the community? I know we really shouldn't necessarily care about what people say, but people talk. What are they saying about you? You know, are, 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 do they have this picture of, of uh, a person in, in, at Walmart? I don't know. I probably did this when I was a kid. But racing around with a cart, going 500 miles per hour or, or anything. You know, I mean, remember, you're communicating something at all times. You know? Is your mom and dad having problems with you at home because you're not listening and obeying? Wow, Pastor John is really preaching tonight. He's just, just preaching. But, you know, we, we, have an, we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity. And I'm not saying, I mean, we had fun tonight. I mean, did you see those pantyhose? And those balls swinging. I, yeah, I mean, we can have a blast. And I think we should have fun. But the big question is, are you being an influence? Are you letting other things influence you? Because the thing is, our whole job, which is my, our whole reason for being on the earth, is my last point. What are you preparing the way for? See, the true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. You know, John was saying, prepare the way of the Lord, prepare the way of the Lord. Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, the Messiah is coming. People didn't even have a clue who, you know, John was probably, I mean, he wasn't, he was just an ugly, probably, guy that ate locusts, which was bugs, saying, you know what? I'm going to announce to the whole world to let them know that the Savior is coming. The Savior is coming to die on the cross for your sins. So you don't have to worry about how your sins are going to be forgiven anymore. See, the whole... What are you preparing the way for is to know Christ and to make Him known. To love God and to love people. You know, that's the whole reason why we're doing trunk retreat. Not so the adults can have something to do. It's so that we can impact kids in the Peru and LaSalle area. So we can be an influence. So we can, yeah, give them candy, but to truly show them, you know what? Faith Assembly of God exists 
not with a hand out, but with a hand up to, to help people get to Jesus, to prepare the way for people to get to Jesus. So if you haven't signed up for Trunk or Treat and you want to be involved, I really encourage you to go down to the Information Center after tonight. really need people to help me with games and trunks and, and stuff like that. And I need some creative people to face paint. So you can see JB after service. But the Bible says in Matthew 28, 19 through 20, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It also says, in verse 20, And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. See, Mark 16:15 said, He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. See, the opportunities out there. Did, did, did Jesus just say, oh, well, you know what? You're just supposed to preach to the people that wear the designer labels. You're only supposed to talk to those people. You're just supposed to talk to the people that are your friends. Or you're just supposed to talk to people that are your same age. No, he said to all creation, the opportunity is yours. To prepare the way, it, it, it's, it's really your choice. Because whatever we do, whatever action we do, it's communicating something. It's communicating, hey, you know what? I love Jesus so much. I have something different in my life and, and I know that what I have you need. You know what? I want to share that with you. Because you have a good present. You know, if you just got the coolest gadget, the latest thing off the market, what do you usually do? You show it off. That's right. You show it off. You're like, oh, look, look, look. Look! Oh, my word. This is the coolest, latest hook that I've ever found. And you know what? It holds my keys so well. And you know, it's just so awesome. Have you seen this hook? You can get one of these for like two bucks at at, at Target. And you know don't don't you I don't see you want this. Oh yeah. No, no, mine is totally better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. But you know what? That, that's the way we should be with Christ. And we shouldn't be ashamed of Christ. We shouldn't be worried to tell our friends about Christ. Because if you, if you had the cure for somebody's disease, you would tell them. If you had a cure for somebody's problem, you would share that with them. You wouldn't just keep it to yourself. You would prepare the way with every head bowed and every eye closed.
Bible says, there, there came a man who was sent for God, and his name was John. I just want you all to think, instead of putting John in there, there came a man or woman who was sent from God, and his or her name was, and put your name in that blank. You know, some of you tonight, maybe you don't even know Jesus as your Savior. The Bible says that we've all sinned. We've all messed up. We've all blown it. We've all made wrong decisions. And the Bible says that Jesus took our place. He, he became a substitute for us, and he died on the cross for all our sins. And then he rose on the third day so that we could live in victory over everything that we face in our lives. Maybe you don't even know Christ, so you wouldn't even know how to put your name in, in the, the blank of how in the world do I prepare the way if I don't even know if I don't even know the way. So maybe you would just like to ask Jesus to, to be your best friend tonight, just to come into your life and, and to change your life. So this is your opportunity. So on the count of three, I'm just going to ask you to simply raise your hand. One, two, three. I see those hands. Just put them down. All right. We're just going to repeat this prayer after me. If you truly mean this prayer from the bottom of your heart, then Christ will come into your life and He'll forever change your life. Uh, if everybody can help me repeat it. So, alright. Dear Jesus, we ask you to come into our lives. And we ask you to forgive us of all the sin all that stuff in our lives has separated us from you. God, we just thank you that you sent your son to die on the cross to make a way for us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my second altar call tonight is this. You know what? Maybe you look at me and say, Pastor John, everybody can look at me now. Pastor John, I just don't know how to prepare the way. You know, some of the stuff I've been doing really hasn't been communicating that I really love Christ. I'm just going to pray for you that this week that God will help you with that. That God will help you to prepare the way, to set people up to, to connect with Him. Dear Jesus, I thank you for every person in this room. I pray right now, as they go through this week, that God, that you would just prepare them to prepare the way, Lord. God, as they go to school, as they go out in the community, God, God, if they would just listen to your voice, 
God, whatever you tell them to do, God, whether that's pick up a bag of groceries for that lady that's on the that's walking to her car and she drops a bag, or whether that's pushing a cart that somebody left out at a store, or whether that's witnessing to one of our friends, or or being an influence instead of being an influence instead of being influenced. I pray right now that God, you would just help. God, to stand up for you, that God, that they would not be ashamed of the gospel, that God, they would proclaim your gospel wherever they go. God, they would prepare people to meet with you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, I just want to encourage everybody, if you ask Jesus into your heart tonight, if you'll just find one of us leaders or, or tell somebody, that'd be awesome. And... What my life's doing. Anyways, you can hang out with us. We're going to be firing up three stooges here in just a little bit. Here's the deal it's John's birthday. We all know this because he's not going to let us forget it, is he? So, I know you guys already sang to him, but I haven't made him a cake. So there's cupcakes, and there's a homemade carrot cake back there. If you guys don't want that, that's fine. There's chocolate cupcakes. There's vanilla cupcakes. Well, not vanilla, but there's the white cupcakes. So you guys can all go get one and celebrate John's birthday. But let John get what he wants first. <laughs>